The Amusing Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which we live and work. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and wish to extend that respect to all Indigenous peoples in Australia today. This episode was recorded on Wurundjeri land of the Kulin Nation. everyone and welcome back to the Amusing Podcast, the podcast where we muse and be amused by life. My name is Izzy. And I'm Mel. What's been going on? What's uh, been going on? Well, last couple of weeks, lots been going on because we haven't chatted for a little while. Yeah, we, we haven't, haven't seen ch- each other in two days and suddenly that's like... Actually, no, we haven't seen each other things. in about five days. Five, five days? <laughs> that's basically a life sentence, really. I know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so what, what's been going on with you? What are you? Well, up- I have a mini update on the whole van situation that I spoke about. Oh, actually, yes. The last you time. Because <laughs> I got a new car. Woo. Um, which was all very exciting until it wasn't exciting. Whenever you say something with the high pitch, you sound like um, ah! Chris Lilly. <laughs> 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 it sounds like Chris Lilly. What does he say? I'm trying to think what he says. For life. <laughs> it's like, no um, way, I'm going to find it now. Okay, wait, I found the video of Chris Lilly. This is what you remind me of. Mom, my, and as I got a little bit older, it was mom, 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 <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom, yeah. Oh, um, he's iconic. Okay, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> got a new car. And, <laughs> and car. I bought it off car sales, which is like, you know, a website where you can buy secondhand cars off people because yes. uh, I ain't buying no <laughs> brand new car. Anyway, so. Why not? You don't have, you don't have $60,000 lying around? No, or? believe it or not, I don't. But if anyone does, props to you. Um, So, got a new car, drove it around for a bit. All seemed well. I mean, I quickly learned that old mate. Used to smoke, so it doesn't <laughs> smell very good. So if oh, anyone mate. has any tips on that, I would love to know them. Mm-hmm. But anyway. By um, the time this episode comes out, hopefully it'll Hopefully it's gone by then, yeah. Um, and so I was driving it a couple of days after I got it uh, at night with some friends in the car and it broke down. And I had to sit yeah, in the car with so my friend unlucky. who very kindly stayed with me. Oh, I already know this. So you were like broken down. Broken down. And you know what's funny? I saw a tow truck. To- 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 <laughs> a tow truck. A tow truck. Tomato. What's his I name? Tomato. Tomato. No, from Cars. Tomato. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Cars. What? No, you must have seen Cars. No. The cartoon. Yeah, I know what. I know what Cars is. is a highway. Okay, sorry. I got <laughs> Um. Yeah, I saw a tow truck, and I. Just was wondering why there was a tow truck in your street because I'm a freaking creep. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Someone's at your house. No, but it was like 12 o'clock and I heard like... At night? A tow truck. Yeah. And I was wondering why there was a tow truck at your house. Yeah, well, that's because I had to get the car towed and... Um, <laughs> from this address. <laughs> from this address to this address. Um. So, yeah, then I had to go to the mechanic. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, it only cost me like 400 bucks to fix it because I thought I was like, oh, my God, it's going to no, be a yeah, whole new is, engine. That's I not sh- bad, actually. I thought that was very lucky in the end. And it, she drives like a dream now. So beautiful. Fingers crossed. Well, that's what we Touch want. wood that that's going to be fine. But yeah, yep. I was like, for a little while, I had both cars sitting in the driveway. And I was like, <laughs> I have, now I have two broken cars. <laughs> now I have two pieces of junk. Now I have two 
is a <laughs> that's quite funny. So, so yeah, yeah, that was my little uh, update on the last time. Well, we very much appreciate the update. What else has been happening? Um, um, I've just started, oh, I've been house sitting for a friend, ooh. um, at a different suburb. So that's been a little bit. It's nice. It's, yeah, it's nice. It's different. It's unusual. Uh, there's a dog. <laughs> Why is everything you're saying like something Chris Sorry. Sorry. Isn't that what he says? We need no, that's check. what Kath and Kim says. It's nice. Oh. It's unusual. It's different. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so I just, I'm leaning into the memes today. Um, there's a cat and a dog at this house. Mm-hmm. Cat loves me. Obsessed with me. I can't get him off me. Fast enough because he purrs like a chainsaw. It's so (laughs) loud. On top of me, like I woke up and just lying on top of me. Oh, suffocating you. Suffocating me. It's obsessed with you. Uh, it's, I know, it's hard to be so likable, you know. <laughs> it's just really hard it's being me. It's a tough gig. It's a tough gig. <laughs> on the other hand, dog, not such a fan. Mm. Yeah, I think I might take What kind it. of dog? It's a little staffy. little staffy. It's cute. quite cute. Very cute. But yeah, he's just mm. scared of me, which is a shame because I want to be his friend. Yeah. Um, But he might just take some... He doesn't want to be your friend. No, and I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing aside from uni and all the you know, fun stuff. Same, same. I do have an update for tomorrow, which you already know about. But I do? What is the update? I'm going on a date tomorrow. <gasps> a date? Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. I mental blanked. I was like, yes. I know of an update. What? Yes. Oh, yes. You did tell me about this. So, no. oh, we love that. The update is that theoretically. Let's go. Well, well by the time this episode comes out, she will have been on the date. So you won't yeah. <laughs> know. But, we'll never know what happened. But, um, and I'll never know. If the, but anyway, the plan is to mm-hmm. Please get share. a coffee and um, maybe go rock climbing or something. Interesting. So, yeah. That's, that's a good, like, that's a big date. Like it's a lot though because I'm like, what say, if we're not vibing up the first coffee? date, right? Oh, that's first exactly date. what I was thinking. I've been talking for like two, two, three days. It's funny because I went on a date and some guy suggested after the date to go rock climbing. Yeah, but I kind of said something like, "Not sure." Yeah, I said, oh, "Well, he said like bring a change of clothes in case I can convince you," mm. and I was like, "Sure, we'll do." But then you knew after I the wasn't coffee convinced. wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, yeah, I feel like it's just sometimes. Coffee's a good vibe, vibe a check. Good, good vibe check. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think, but you know what? Who cares? Send I think it. I'll have a nice time anyway because I quite like rock climbing. Yeah. So if anything, you're gonna go rock climbing and get a nice coffee and have a good chit chat and mm. and hopefully not fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> no falling in love. No it's falling banned. in love, especially while I'm away because I'll be away. Well, yes, but yeah, you're not allowed to come back with some European husband because then I'll be very <laughs> mad about that. Why not? Because I've said no. So yeah, no, no, that's not on the agenda. Future anyway. Melinda, this is hot girls European New York summer. Okay, like, good. <laughs> just nobody's getting husband on my watch ever. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna no, be lonely together forever. We're getting married, or we're not getting married yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's the rules. So yeah, I, would you want to marry me if we're both not married at eighty? Or, like, not with someone when we're 80? Yeah. Should we get married? Yeah, we should. Okay. Why not? Why not? Have you seen those videos where people marry, like, something? Like, an object? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've That's seen, quite is, funny. Is there one going around on TikTok at, a mo- at the moment where the woman's in love with a fence? Have you seen that one? I have not seen that. I think we're on different sides of the fence on TikTok. <laughs> no, it's nice. Um, yeah, no, it's... Oh, I feel... Yeah. I, I don't know how to articulate, but I feel bad. How can you be in love with a fence? Well, it's obviously some sort of, I don't know. What? There's some psychological okay. component to that, surely. 
But how do you get feelings for an object? I'm not sure. I feel like, you know what the thing is? There is a an answer to everything on the internet. Like, you can be right about anything. Like, people getting married to an ant. Bet you it's been done before. Objectophilia. Sorry, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Objectophilia. Objectophilia. When you have sexual attraction to an inanimate object. Oh. What were you saying, sorry? Um, I was saying that it's, there's there's a... Like everything's been done, everything's been done. Like you know, man, man's married an ant. I'm sure that's been done before. But isn't that just so obscure? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good word, obscure. <laughs> like anything, man marries a zip. That's probably not. You know, not all no, of those probably, things have happened. Probably. You reckon? Man dies by zip. <laughs> man dies by zip. Yeah, that's probably happened. Everything's happened. Really? I'm convinced everything in the world has happened. Everything you Do you think got. that everything has already happened and we're just living in like a, a fourth dimension reality of I don't know. Space and time? Um maybe. Okay. I can't answer those questions. <laughs> That's a bit too deep. It's a bit too big for me to process right now with my tension headache. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we've just diagnosed her with a tension type headache. Yeah. I think that's from going to the gym the too gym. much. Is that what you've been doing all no, week? No, I haven't even. What have you been doing? Doing all week? that much? I think, I think it's just more like doing core exercises. Sometimes like strains, like my head, and like I don't know. I think as I'm like sometimes doing like a full body exercise that just uses all the strength in my body that like it puts strain on pressure on my head, and now I've just got this like tension headache. It's <laughs> <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> yeah. What else have you been up to aside from? Jimming your way into a headache this week. Um. Okay. Well, actually, a lot has happened. I went to Ocean Grove, stayed down there with some friends. I think I told you about that. Yeah. Um. That, that was really fun. nice. That was very nice. Um. Also, I went to Hillsville Sanctuary. Mm. That was nice. Yeah. I went there with my sister, and we just walked around. It was a bit of a gloomy day. It was random on my way out. Ended up one of the like uh visitor management people who was walking around, she just kind of ended up asking how our experience was. It was interesting. We were just talking about like how, you know, like the zoos really struggle in periods like this because With not many people. Yeah, weather-wise yeah. in winter, it's really hard to get people to come to the zoo. Mm. And um, yeah, she was just saying like, you know, she really appreciated that we came down here. And I was, she was like, well, what are, you, what are your honest thoughts on the zoo? And I was like, well, honestly, like it's hard to justify sometimes going to Hillsville because mm. it's a lot of native animals and people want to see the big stuff like yeah. lions and tigers and, and Bears elephants. Bears, oh my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like people want to see the big animals. Um, But yeah, so she was kind of telling me about how they've got this bird show, which you would hate because <laughs> you hate birds, but that's like their elephant. And um. We actually missed the bird show, but which is unfortunate because I'd I'd like to be able to say give a review on it, but mm. um apparently that is their elephant and yeah they've got a lot of like really like cute native animals and it's kind of nice to see like the native animals in Australia as opposed to just the big animals all the time anyway and overall very nice experience this is like a little shout out to Hillsville I think Hillsville like, Sanctuary Hillsville Sanctuary go and go and have a little day trip there it's nice to just like walk around get some lunch like yeah I haven't yeah. been in ages I feel like yeah we're giving them some extra marketing you Give know some not love. that we you know whoever's listening to this if you're gonna go to one of the zoos maybe check out one of the other ones for a change so try something different nice yeah no, you should be on their marketing team oh uh, yeah well i actually had a conversation with her about that oh, did and i you? was like yeah i'm in marketing and i was like because i was saying to her maybe there's a better way to market that like because i didn't even know the bird thing was your biggest thing here like mm. and 
you know, a lot of people go, oh, I'm just going to go to Melbourne because I'll see everything. But, like, why should I go to Hillsville or Melbourne Zoo or whatever? But they all are kind of under the same name anyway, so I don't think it really – I don't know how that all works. Mm. But <clears throat> anyway, so that was one thing I did. Um, fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then another thing, I went on a date – Yes. Okay. I need to hear about this. <laughs> I am so keen because this happened days ago and you keep saying, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Yeah. And now you're telling me. So this is my honest. This like, is her raw My reaction. raw reaction. Um, Better be so, good. Well, I mean, it's honestly not that eventful, but I just went and got coffee with some guy. And What's the background on him? Um, How'd you meet him? Just through dating apps. Mm-hmm. And... um. When you're on the dating apps, like, you can kind of get a feel for who's, like, wholesome and nice mm. over who's, like, you know, like, looking for a fun mm. time, like, very much. Uh, I don't know how to explain the I don't think that, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but I think uh, some, I, read I mean, I want to say fuckboy, but. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. But I think, yeah, it's tricky. Sometimes our radar can be way off. Yeah. Anyway, so I went home, I went and grabbed coffee with this guy. Um and I was right, he was definitely like nice guy, nice mm. guy vibes. Um unfortunately, <laughs> one thing that immediately put me off was that he was wearing the jeans. The jeans that have those rips oh, and the textures the and I just and they were skinny oh, jeans and I no. just that uh yeah, and I I feel like, you know, maybe this is really superficial and comes across super judgy. I it's just like I feel like for me I just appreciate like a good style or a good sense of like you know taste presenting and, yourself yeah and I feel yourself. like it is important on a date like mm. the way you present yourself kind of shows a lot about who you are like obviously I put that to the side and just had like a really nice catch up with him but you know I don't want to be too judgy I don't mm. want to come across like I'm really I'm really judgy and like I think you're allowed to have preferences though right so that like it's yeah. a preference style is a preference well, and you thing. know, if you if it was the love of your life, that's not going to be the end of the world, right? And also, it's not it's not all about that, obviously. Like, no, you know, that's what and there's a lot of po- I see a lot of potential in some people. Like sometimes where you know things like that have happened, I'm like, they're a great person, and the, sometimes that is the case, and you move past it, and mm. you would keep seeing them. Like it's obviously not a make or break. No, for me. no, like that that it's the, just an unfortunate it's just starting an unfortunate point. Starting point. <laughs> What'd you chat about? Nice chat. Uh, talked a lot about travel actually. Um, it seems to be the go two topic on a first date yeah. where have you been where have you been where yeah. do you want to go and we were walking around um uh walking around this area that was very much is kind of renowned for like Eshays. yeah <laughs> and then it's Eshay, so bro. funny because the most iconic thing for this area could have happened like this guy came up to us while we're on the date he's like excuse me guys excuse me bro you got a spare couple of dollars for me to top up my mic <laughs> <laughs> like, i was just like so that's like so taken random. That's never is that Literally, happened to you before? That's we were never walking around this park and some guy just comes up and he's like, Excuse me, bro, you could have spare a dollar for me to top up my Mikey. <laughs> and like I was just like, This is just so iconic right now. Like that this is happening. <laughs> like, Did he give just, him a couple dollars? No, we didn't have any oh. cash on us, but I just thought What'd it was you really say? funny. I was just like Sorry, bro. Well, I he was asking the guy. Mm. So yeah. But yeah, so just funny. just so random. Um, yeah, overall very nice. He seems like a really good guy. Like, honestly, seems super lovely. And maybe if I wasn't traveling, I would potentially see him again. But mm-hmm. I think I just decided, like, for me right now, like, I'm very unattached with dating. I think I'm really just like having fun with it. Mm. Just going on a date, literally for an experience of like 
would and and if something comes from that and I really like the person obviously I would see them again but mm. I feel like I'm really like unattached to it Being and selective yeah I don't really care about an outcome if no that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah 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 I just want to meet people so Mel tell me about your experience with journaling because I feel like we've talked token we've spoken about this a bit but I think recently we haven't really even updated each other on what we're doing or how that's changed we haven't really had a deep conversation about it so I'm very interested to know what you were yeah what your like what's your broad sweeping experience with journaling well my experience with journaling is that I probably started journaling around I would say around two years ago um and I think I got into it mainly because I was going through a period where I had like a lot of emotions Mm. and Mm. that I felt like I needed to put somewhere. So I think that's generally how maybe most people end up start journaling too. Um, But anyway, so I kind of started from there and as I noted down like my emotions, I feel like I also had a lot of like ideas, random things like bustling around in my brain and I started realizing like how much how useful writing was for me Mm -hmm. so I think that I kind of got into a habit of doing that and I would say now journaling to me is a place where I kind of I almost think of it as a giant brain dump Mm -hmm. for me like a giant brain dump I like I don't keep it to one thing it can be anything that I want to put in there and I would say my experience with it is is now to like use it as a kind of like a release, like to put all those random thoughts somewhere. And yeah, what would you say your experience with journaling is? Yeah, I feel like it's pretty similar. I think I started a little bit after you, but around the same sort of period. And I think it was a lot of friends suggesting to me that I could get into journaling, that that's what prompted me to do it I don't think it was necessarily because I thought I wanted to Mm. uh, start writing or whatever but that people thought it would be a good outlet for sort of meditative kind Mm. of processes or Mm -hmm. helping me I guess that's typically what it's marketed as journaling is like help you work through your thoughts and understand what you're really thinking and being able to articulate that and I think maybe that's not necessarily what my experience has been whether or not it's because I haven't committed to the practice whether it's because I do it in a different style, I'm not sure, but I certainly Mm. still have a lot of benefits from it and that's why I've continued to do it. But I think for me, it's generally a fun, creative practice that Mm. is why I like to journal. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you remember what triggered you to start journaling? Because I don't think we really, like, I feel like we both started journaling roughly around the same time. Mm. Like, maybe, I feel like maybe I was a little bit before you. Yeah. I feel like, but I, I think... Like, do you remember what actually triggered you to go, hmm, maybe I should actually write some things on paper? Yeah, I think I think a lot of people would, like, fr- I was probably hearing from friends like you saying that they were mm. doing it and then I thought, okay, maybe that's something I could do. I don't think it was necessarily trigger, like, a super big catastrophic event that was like, oh, I need to write about this to work through mm. it. I don't think it was anything like that. It was probably... It was probably a, a YouTube rabbit hole of self-help something or other that was yeah. like, you could do journaling. And one day I just finally thought, okay, let's give it a go. Mm. And then re- eventually started getting into a bit of a habit of it. But I mm. don't think it needs to necessarily be some catastrophic. I'm in the, the pits of the, the worst place I've ever been before you start. And in fact, it's probably a good habit to get into when you're in a generally positive mental health mental yeah. space. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it actually took me a 
a um, what's the word? What do you say? Just then, an like event. A, yeah, it took an event to make me or to, make to encourage me to yeah. journal. So I think, and I think a lot of people are similar on both sides of this. Like I feel like, like what you're saying is you kind of started because you just like it just naturally kind of yeah. came up and it felt like something that you needed to do at one point. Mm. But in my case, I feel like <laughs> for me, something that maybe triggered it was a, br- a breakup. Mm. Like I think that uh, like a low period kind of you know made me really self-reflective I think Mm -hmm. especially something like pivotal in your life like that maybe like coming out of a job or like losing someone a big life change a big life change I think does trigger those kind of emotions and make you want to um put it somewhere or Mm. write it somewhere because it's kind of you know hang it lingering inside you um so yeah feel like an outlet yeah, yeah, I feel like it, it, it started like that for me. So what what did you actually do? Did you get a piece of paper mm. or write down or, well, or did you start typing? Did you do a video? I How think did you? My, no, definitely um, I had a, like a, a book and mm-hmm. I would write in it and I didn't really know where to start. I do remember like holding pen and paper and being like, what, do what I am I actually eat? supposed yeah, to write? What do I write in here? How mm. do people write? Like it, the first time you start journaling, I feel like it is really like – it's really weird. It's mm. weird. I don't know how to write and how to be introspective and how to like... And authentic. And authentic and, you know, not make myself hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> like when I write, I'm like, oh, what am I writing? Um, I think I started with prompts. I think that was a really good place for mm-hmm. me to like... And I think also inspiration from friends. Like I know a couple of my friends had been through breakups. So like getting inspiration from them was really good. And, and some of the things I remember like them saying like... Because some days were just shit days. Mm. And I, I think I remember writing about like, okay, what's one thing I'm grateful for today? Or mm-hmm. what's one thing that... um. What's one, like, thing that has – one good thing about today? Yeah. Or just trying to find something to be, like, you know, appreciate in the day mm-hmm. um, was actually a useful tool for me mm-hmm. because it's not something that you generally, when you are having a low day, you can't think about those things. No. Um, like, you kind of you – don't, you don't take the time to go, well, what was one thing that was good about today or – yeah. Um, and then – Oh, actually, I think a good one for me, a good prompt was what was one win I had of the day? A one win. win. A win of I the like day. I like thinking about it like that. And it could be as simple as like, you know, my win was my, I got a discount on a piece of clothing or <laughs> it, it could be, it could be simple as like getting up. I got out of bed and... Before my alarm. Before my alarm. Mm. Yeah, something small. And it was just like just digging through that. You know, what is there that's good in this? Like, what can I take from this? I definitely think that prompts can be a really mm. good idea. And it's something that I've I've tried to use prompts, but I think I get in my head about thinking about, oh, you know, I kind of roll my eyes sometimes. And I, and I don't like myself for doing that, but sometimes I roll my eyes and, oh, what's something I'm grateful for, you know? Like, yeah. that can feel quite yeah. an, an awkward thing to do, mm-hmm. I think. And it depends on the – on what the prompt is. And I just had this book here while, while we're on the topic of prompts that, um, that I highly recommend. It's a fun little book to read. It's called your head is a houseboat. Hmm. It's by Campbell Walker. Um, and he goes by Struthless is his, like he has a YouTube channel and Instagram and he's a, Mm. I think a Mm -hmm. a creative illustrator and he's Mm. written this book, which is kind of like a self-help book. And it goes through different chapters about talking about how, there are different rooms within the houseboat and your head is 
Oh, I like that. Kind of sort of explains mm. it all. But he has prompts in here for journaling. For journaling prompts. Uh, so here's a page on journaling for direction. Write down everything that you want in life right now. So it's kind of a bit manifesty, isn't it? Yes. And he says at the bottom, so there's some examples in there at the bottom. He says, this helps to recognize what you want in life over time and sometimes what you want stays the same. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but having a a direction, it's kind of giving yourself a task exactly. rather than the endless abyss of, I could talk mm. about anything within my within yeah. my brain. But I think prompts, like, as you said, are just a really good starting point yeah. because naturally over time, like the more you just practice writing and like, like playing around with those prompts and going, well, I don't feel like writing about, you know, what I'm grateful for today. No. Maybe you try a different prompt or you try something else. And I, I feel like naturally you start realizing what your kind of style is and what really makes you feel good mm. about writing. And then you kind of, yeah, you kind of develop your own style as you go, like mm. any any kind of creative well, hobby. Yeah. Should we talk about our styles? Yeah, well, I think that's interesting because I think we have very different styles. I think we do. We have mentioned this before to each other because I think, um, I don't know if we've read anything of our journals out to each other, but we've mm. definitely talked about how our styles are different. Um, well, I think one we have a very big difference in our, well, uh, uh, in our journaling method. Mm. I actually journal on my phone. Mm-hmm. And Izzy journals in a book. Yep. Yep. So, and which is, you know, what a lot of people do. But I think, yeah, we have very different styles. I actually, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of writing down in a book. I wish I was like that. I wish I could write down in a book. For me, I feel like thoughts come to me so like I just have thoughts swimming in my brain like Mm. I feel honestly like I'm a little bit of a frazzled person in general that I feel like I have all these thoughts swimming around in my head and I like physically feel like I can't keep up when I'm writing and it it feels quicker for me to type and just brain dump everything and what I love about it because something I found through writing in journals Mm -hmm. is that I would always write something and it just never never hit it never hit because I think I'm the kind of person, like being a creative person, I kind of draft a lot of things. I mm-hmm. draft a lot of rough ideas and rough things in my head. Like I'll just put put the idea out there. It's not a polished thought. And mm. then I'll go back and I'll fix it. So for me, I actually like, I keep a journal on my phone and I will uh, write it down as a brain dump. And then sometimes when I feel like it, if I've got the energy at that moment to go back and edit it to mm. make it sound better, mm. that is how I feel the most satisfied out of journaling because I feel like I really get to the core of articulating exactly what I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's like when you read some quote on online like or you read something and it just hits. It mm-hmm. just like you're like, fuck, that resonates with me. Do you so, write those quotes down and stuff like that sometimes no, in your journal? But it's not like a, it's not like a, a quote. It's more like it's more like I'm writing exactly what I'm feeling and when I read back on it it's like yes that's exactly what I needed what you to meant. write and what I what I need to feel because I think that's the thing about writing you, you the more you do it you kind of like get better at it and you obviously get better at actually like it kind of just bringing bringing your thoughts out of your head and turning them into a feeling mm. and I think that's the really um, spectacular thing about writing mm. so. I think that's one of the key key benefits for me in that journaling is that Mm. by bringing those well there's probably two things in that one of them is bringing out the thought that you didn't even realize you had Uh by kind of asking those why questions internally okay why do I feel this okay why did I do this and why was Mm. this not like 
necessarily nitpicking yourself, but just kind of understanding, okay, that's actually what I meant. That's what I, that's why I acted that way because I had this feeling because I had this preconceived thought about that's why I should Mm -hmm. feel that way. And it kind of all just makes sense and may have a bit of a click moment. And I don't think I have too many click moments, to be honest, when I'm journaling. I think a lot of the time it it isn't like that. But when you have that, I think it's really useful. Mm. Um, And another benefit on that, I think, is that for me, when I'm writing things down, I can admit to things in my journal, mm. thoughts, feelings, or things that you've done or whatever that you don't want to tell someone else or you don't want to even admit to yourself. You can write yeah. down on paper and it feels a little bit like a release or relaxing Definitely. to say, mm-hmm. okay, I've actually, I've admitted to that thing, you know. Mm. Sound like you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, just quietly. <laughs> I'm ashamed that I killed that person, but I wrote it down in my journal and therefore I don't have to feel bad about it anymore. Yeah. I think that's what, like, just letting those things yeah. float down your river yeah. is really um, therapeutic. Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, I think that's, uh, while we're on this topic, I actually pulled out something that I wrote on about writing mm. um, in my journal when I was going through preparing for this episode, just looking at things, which was quite Quite entertaining. Dare I say, I was going back in time. I was it's like, so "Do you ever just fun. read something from your journal?" Oh, and I you're do. Like, Whoa, shit was she was hitting the fan at that point. <laughs> what was going through that, my head? I read back and I'm like, "God, what <laughs> was I thinking?" Like, I was talking to so a friend dramatic. on the phone the other day, <laughs> and I was like, "Because I've only got my last year journal here, yeah. but like, I was like, tell me a date,' and she told me a date, and I got the closest thing to that, and just started reading what I was doing. And it's in that just, time, yeah, that time that is it's, fun. It's fun to mm. reminisce on." Yeah. Anyway, fun. sorry. What's no, the that's right. Um, yeah. So it was funny because like I was thinking about, you know, journaling and we're talking about writing and journaling and I actually had a reflection on it. Um, December last year, I said, um, one thing I've come to, this might be a bit cheesy. Look, one thing I've come to realize I love doing this year is writing. It has not been a task I commit to religiously, but it has become a habit that has really helped me to process and release my thoughts. As a creative person, I find it satisfying to visualize the mess in my head. Sometimes it helps me to dump that junk elsewhere. Other times it allows me to dig a little bit deeper. There are some things I write that I love to come back to because they remind me of a wonderful moment or encourage me to feel grateful for where I am now. Writing is a tool you can use to understand yourself, dissect the ebbs and flows of your life, cherish a moment, learn from and visually let go of thoughts. The most wonderful thing about writing is where it can take you. A thought stuck inside your it's stuck inside of you once put into words can become a feeling. I don't know. I guess that's kind Freaking of... Freaking Gandhi over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel that about writing. That's terribly insightful. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, explains a lot of things really well. It was just... I feel like that was just a nice little summary that I had a reflection of that's Previously, exactly how I feel. It's of, something I prepared early. <laughs> yeah, something I prepared like a year ago. <laughs> so... Because I think that's what... Yeah, one of the things that I really do like about your method of having it on your phone and mm-hmm. having a digital version is not only you're never going to lose it, you know, like if your house burned mm-hmm. down, you'll lose your journal, for example, but you can go back and edit it and change things. Whereas I have a paper mm. journal and I only write in it with a fine liner pen. I do really like that. Though. And it's all, I think in the start, I was very particular about my handwriting and as it goes on, it's just more and more scribbly. And mm. I think the main thing for me that I, when I sit down and journal is I want to romanticize my life a little bit right now. Uh, I'm going to yep. sit with my nice journal in somewhere nice, sit down and write a little bit create, yep. creatively. 
And I think that's where... Uh, that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. Because I feel like I have to make it, can it be fun boring. for myself. Yeah. I don't want to dig into my brain and yeah. and uh, analyze myself until, you know, I don't like myself anymore. Yeah. It's much more of a, a reflective what I've been doing this mm. week. And then through that, I think I eventually get to some thoughts and feelings. But it's mm-hmm. I have to start out by saying, oh, whatever I'm doing. And this is an example of yes, that. I don't know if it's um, the best example. March the 3rd, Thursday. Love that. 2022. Well, lots to be updating on. I'm riding this outside on Saturday afternoon. It has been raining, so it's quite nice and cool and there's a decent breeze blowing. It's about 5.45pm and the sun is just starting to pop through the clouds. Uh, my sister is sitting with me and playing kalimba. <laughs> you know that little... <laughs> Wait. No, actually, what is kalimba? A kalimba is a little musical instrument with the little... Oh. It was just must have been very vibey. That's why I'm riding down this. But it's it's what a little wooden little... musical instrument with little metal things that you... Oh, you press. You press oh. and it makes a... Yeah, no, I think I... Look I... it up. It's a, it's a fun instrument. Anyway, it really is quite a vibey sound. I imagine us joining hippie cult given my knit jumper and jewellery. These are the kinds of moments I would like to have with someone if I was to move out. Oh! Interesting. Interesting. Well, anyway, we'll leave it there. I, I think the interesting difference... Well, I mean... It's we, quite I think narrative-like. Should, maybe we way. can read another thing from our journal. I think I've got something else. Yes, I was about to say, yours is a lot more on narrative as well. Yeah. Like, like a lot more... Like you like to talk about what you're doing. And you know what I really admire about that is that it really pulls you into the present moment. Like mm. I feel like that's where – see, that's something that you find satisfying about journaling is maybe that getting into that meditative state and like being present at the in the moment, like looking – actually like acknowledging what's going on. Like the clouds, it's cloudy outside. Yeah. Like, you know, like my sister's doing this. Like it's narrative and, you know, maybe that's – but that's that's what works for you and I think that's the yeah. important thing that – Everyone has different things that work for them. I want to talk more about romanticizing. I think we both romanticize things, but I think we definitely do it very differently. Yeah. Basically, my journal at the moment is like 60 plus pages. Gee. Like it's huge. That's it's like uh, it's like essays. Yeah. It's like a million <laughs> essays. And if I have an experience, something sometimes something triggers it. Sometimes I just feel like getting creative and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will write a chapter on it and when I write about it, it's obviously written in first person as if like I'm telling the story, but I write it as if someone else would be reading it. So I really am describing everything and like making myself the main character and it feels like I'm writing like a movie or like a story and And I... Yeah, you're in it. Yeah, and to me, I guess where I get that satisfaction from journaling is that I feel like it makes romanticizing my life Mm. and like you know really like making it feel like I'm living in this this like this story really dissecting all the things in my life it makes me feel like I actually really love my life like I'm like this is fucking cool that this happened to me this is literally Mm. a movie thing like it feels like that like Mm. when I write about it and um, I think yeah I think that is so powerful to be like just Mm. appreciating those things it's it's forcing that gratitude without having to say what I'm grateful for in a much more kind of creative way genuine and creative way yeah I think that's what I appreciate too like the creativity from it for me writing is a creative outlet as well like it's not just I'm going to write about my thoughts and feelings and like get everything off my chest it's it's genuinely like I like to sit there when I've got the time and like really describe a situation like Mm. make it like a storybook for myself to read back on and I feel like 
yeah, I find that fun because I feel like I'm putting my imagination into it and like actually making it a creative thing for me. It's not just like I'm writing about an experience and like this happened and I feel shit and, and then whatever. This happened. Yeah. Like I'm really dissecting it and like pulling out my insight from that experience as well. I think that's why I like having a very narrative tone in the way that I'm writing. It's like, okay, first, because I don't, I, I sit down and I'm like, I want to write, but I don't know what to write about. Let's write about what's yeah. around me. And then eventually um, I'll, I'll inevitably slip into talking about something that's a little bit deeper than that. Mm, exactly. But it just flows. It's just kind of whatever way flows into the, what you want to be getting out of it. And I think that changes each time, you know, maybe one day I'm just in a really shit mood and I just want to sit down and vent about something. Mm. I can drop the narrative tone, you know, I can just talk about the thing that's happened and that's annoyed me. And maybe that's just way of getting it off your chest. Mm. You know, if you've talked to your friends about it 10 million times and they don't want to hear about it again, yeah. for example. Or sometimes it's a lot more of the, you know, romantic, okay, what are the trees like? And sometimes I actually do that retrospectively too. Like mm. very often if I'm going for a drive in the country or something or yeah. and then the trees are nice, I'll go maybe the next day I'll, I'll write about how it was nice mm. yesterday. So then you can relive that moment. Yeah. And then when you read it again, maybe go back a year later and relive it again, you can relive that moment. So it's romanticizing great. life I think is a 10 out of 10 thing to do. Yeah, 100%. I think make yourself the main character and, and just make yourself feel like you're, it makes you feel a bit more in control of your life. Really writing about the experiences in your life and acknowledge them as if you're from an outside perspective. And mm. like that is a really powerful thing. I was thinking for a fun little game because as I was going through my journal the other day, I was like, far out. Some of this stuff is like deep, deep. or some of this stuff is what was I doing this time <laughs> and I thought it would be funny if we read like the first sentence of like a couple of bits from our journal. Okay. So this could be a bit personal. I just want the first sentence the first from sentence. a couple okay. of Well give me, give me a this is 2022. Okay, April April 30th. April 30th. Okay um, not that I did it every day but it gives me a general area. March, April April. Anyone else have to go through the uh, the months to work out when a month is? Yes. Just me? April 30th. Okay. Didn't write on that. April 29th. Friday 29th, 11.19am. Feeling relatively content this morning. Oh, we love Free that. from quarantine. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Give me, um, give me October. <laughs> October 10. 1.40am. Oh, so I must have done an overnight shift at work. Oh, wow. Still at work, obviously. Patient has been awake for a, a little while, now crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very narrative. I love this. I feel like it's a little book. Um, do May 11. May 11. Ooh. What were you doing on my birthday? <laughs> Not writing. Okay. Damn. May 10. You weren't writing about me on your on my birthday? You were like... Elle is the most incredible Amazing person, person ever. <laughs> okay, Tuesday, May 10th, 1.18pm. I'm at home at my desk, had night shift yesterday and stayed in bed until 11.45am this morning. Okay, that's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you love your shift work. Um, All right, well, give me something, something interesting. juicy. Give me something juicy. Go have a flick through. Here's one. Feeling a bit anxious at the moment. Interview offers will be coming out tomorrow. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> I think my juicy, that's what I'm saying. My juicy stuff doesn't get until later because at the start, I, I've got to set the scene, you know. That's how I do yeah. it. I have to set the scene. Okay. Anyway, you give us some juicy, you, your juicy one-liner zingers. I think I do have some juicy one-liners. Oh, some of these are like too dramatic. I can't read them out. Actually, you give me a date. That's fun. Okay. September the 2nd. September the 2nd. What year is this just for context? Last year? Last year. Okay. Didn't write on September the 2nd. 
Um, but uh, on the 5th, I wrote, made it to Vietnam. I'm so happy and I'm so grateful. Oh, that's nice. fun. That is fun. February 12th. Okay, I'm in February 12th. I've got the 10th here. Okay, 10th. Oh, this one's not good. <laughs> Lately, I've been feeling anxious. Oh, okay. That's not fun. No, yeah. I've got enough. I'll just read a couple now. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck am I keen? Oh, <laughs> you never know what that's about. No. <laughs> um, what else have I got? Today has been exactly what I needed. Mm. Wonder what today was. We'll never know. Last night I received the most wonderful compliment. Oh, see that's fun. See then you can relive that yeah, compliment because exactly. you've stored it. I stored it in here. Um, had an eventful experience last night. Mm, wonder what that was about. Me too. <laughs> Oh my god, this is a nice one. But except it go it takes a turn. Oh. <laughs> a turn for the worst. Yeah. Some of them are just boring. Like I haven't written for a while. Writing now. Yeah, that's how I I'm like, oh, so much to catch up on. So much to catch up on, guys. Okay. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, that's cute. That is cute. You know what's weird? You will never know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you write down quotes in your journal? Um, that you come across? No. Oh, well, if I come across something that I want to st- – anything that I want to store, yes. Yeah. Anything that I found insightful or interesting that I want to store, I will you write, write it down. down. Yeah. I just found one. Yeah, please share. From How Not to Die Alone oh. or How to Not Die Alone, nothing in life is as important in life as you think it is while you're thinking about it. That's so true. Good book, actually. I recommend that. So what would you say, like, you do now with journaling? Like, what's your routine like? Mm. Do you think you've got a, a down-pat routine every no night? Yeah, <laughs> no. In my dreams. In my dreams. In my dream journal. Uh, no, I wish I did. And I think that was one of my resolutions that I actually wrote in the start of my journal this year when mm-hmm. we were away, actually, for New Year's. I think you actually did share this on the podcast, too. Did I? Yeah. Maybe. said that I was going to journal twice a week. And unfortunately, that has not been the case, but I, it does come out and I do write in it. Um, generally, it feels like only when either there's something on my mind or I feel like being a little bit creative and I've got a bit of time. That's when mm. it comes out. But every time it does, I wish that I do it more often. So yeah. maybe this is a good little challenge for me, a reminder now that I'm saying this to, you know, try and set aside some time. Uh, maybe it's when you wake up. Maybe it's before you go to bed. Um, to write a bit more frequently because I think that's mm. – I think of the habit of it is really kind of what helps you get the most out of it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it definitely comes down to a habit. However, I also think that if it's an outlet or so, or a hobby or something, we shouldn't have to force ourselves to do it. No, you to have to it. want it. No, otherwise yeah. you, you, and I you think don't want to do it. I get the most – like I think I enjoy it when I enjoy it, if that makes sense. Mm. Like – I probably wouldn't enjoy writing if I'm about to fall asleep in bed and I'm like, no, I haven't written in my journal yet. I've got, no. to, I've got to do it <laughs> right now. And like, I'm just like falling asleep. Like you like wake up at 12 and like, fuck, I didn't write in my journal Yeah, yet. like it's a chore. Yeah. So like I think it's nice to just do it when you want to do it. I know that sounds cliche and, and that's not very helpful, but or I think that's the best way to start too yeah. and find what you like doing. I think you've got to try different things at the start and like – see what you like doing because and actually I think actually a lie I think at the start you do have to force yourself a bit because I remember it being uncomfortable journaling and like it feeling like this this task I should do 
That's the thing. But like, it's not mm. necessarily something I want to do at that point, but I've made it into something that I actually really enjoy doing yeah. because I've found a style that I like and a way that makes me feel good from it. Whereas mm. at the start, you don't really know what you're doing, so it doesn't feel good and you can't really reap the rewards of it that early. So it is one of those things you have to have a bit of persistence with, I would say. Yeah, you got to trust the process because all your friends are saying, oh, you should journal because it's so great. And then you do it a couple of times and it just feels awkward and yeah. stilted and weird mm. until you work out how you enjoy doing it. Your style, yeah. I, I think like I like talking about this topic because I like remember not journaling and mm. having like friends, you know, occasionally tell me to journal. And I think that like if I'd never had have journaled, like I actually think now one thing I'm like, I wish I journaled when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. Like could you imagine how funny it would be? So I guess like my takeaway in this episode and this conversation that we're having is that if you're not journaling, like I I feel like there's no better time to start than now because Mm. it's honestly so funny going back and reading your thoughts of like what you were thinking in 2011 on September the 9th or whatever. Like, you know, like it is just, it's funny. It's like, it's nice to be able to, it's, it's good to be introspective, I think. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I just remember like before journaling, I just didn't know how to start or where to start, but I think you just got to like, so cliche again, <laughs> just got to start. You, you gotta put, just got to put the pen to the paper and just all your play thumbs around to with your it. keyboard or your thumbs to your keyboard like me and or play around with what video, works. Like oh, video journal thing. Cause yeah. yeah, you were saying. So I was talking to some friends about the way, different way they do it, and it did come up. You know, some people record voice memos. Yeah. Some people literally video themselves. Yeah. Um, it's so many ways you can do it. You could start with prompts. You could buy a journal that has prompts in yeah. it. You don't have to have a blank piece of paper. You could draw mm. pictures and oh, annotate thing. things. You know, there's so many that. different ways that you could journal. That is another thing I do. Um, do you? Yeah, I, I'll draw some nights. Oh, this is when I'm feeling like it, but I, mm. some nights I'll have a book. I've got a book where I'll just draw something in it. Sketches that, or? Yeah, like I'll have some music playing and I'll, I'll draw something. And that's more like a meditative thing to me. I'm not mm. really drawing. But sometimes like I'll also do a brain dump and draw about um, like maybe what I've done in the day and I'll just like draw scribbles like a brain dump. Or like a like, mind map. Yeah, kind of like a, ma- a mind map with everything that's happened or like random thoughts or like if I've got things on my to-do list, I'll be like, you know, need to book flights do a little plane picture yeah. like it's just meditative and fun and it's a nice makes it more of an enjoyable task to I think that's what then. the main thing for both of us is is just finding ways to make this practice enjoyable because mm. we want to reap the rewards of it and we want to have fun doing it so I think you have to play around until you find yeah. out something that you really enjoy yeah and not make it a chore for yourself so happy journaling everyone like give it a go is all I'd say I'd, it's not too late to start this is a topic that we're going to return to and we'll check back in a little while and see if we have any updates or changes in what we're doing. And um, Yeah, because we, as we said, we're like, this is all still developing like I all think the it, time. Yeah, I feel like it won't stop developing, I think. No, no. I think like any creative hobby, like, and you know, I started in books and now I'm on my phone and like, who knows what it will be next. Maybe I'll cut it all out and put it in a scrapbook. Maybe. That could be fun. And then I'll draw pictures. Put a USB in your head and just like export it all. Yeah. Maybe in 50 years we'll be able to do that. Probably. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you all for tuning in if you made it to the end. Um, and we would like to just plug again our Instagram at amusingpodcast underscore. Uh, chuck us a follow over there. And if you did enjoy the episode, don't forget to leave us a little cheeky star rating. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And don't forget to muse and be amused by life. life.
We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.